What is up, all of my horror movie motherfuckers? Much fucking love, man. Much love. It's your man, T-Shine, with another horror movie hood review. Uh, hope everybody has had a great fucking week. I hope you're going to have a great weekend. As always, watch a lot of horror movies. Smoke a lot of fucking weed, man. And just stay safe. <laughs> I think that's the best way to do it, man. Just chill and watch watch a horror flick and smoke some good ass fucking weed man because uh, that's what that's what i'm doing but anyway man uh we're gonna start out this morning with some fucking horror movie news we have got uh director james wan malignant was released is is released today in theaters and on hbo max uh you know james wan doesn't miss uh, man, look it up. Go check out the trailer. Uh, you can Google it. M A L I G N A N T. And again, man, James Wan does not miss. So I'm definitely looking forward to, to watching that myself. Uh, I'm gonna check it out on HBO Max. <clears throat> also, uh, the film Bad Candy, starring Slipknot, Corey Taylor, and uh, Zach Galligan. You probably know. Zach from Gremlins, uh, and it's being released today in select theaters and it'll be on demand September 14th. Now, the day after September 14th, on uh, September 15th, comes Night Books. It's a kid-friendly horror movie, uh, but it's produced by Sam Raimi. So I, I definitely, I'm, I'm interested in watching that. You know, I grew up on the Goosebumps. Um, it, it, it was it was cool. You know, cool little movies, and I still watch. You know, those little kid friendly slash horror movies. But yeah, you know, it's just I dig them. So uh, that's just what it is. Uh, now we're gonna get to. What I'm reviewing today, man, I, pro I promised everybody that I was going to do three in one, but again, I, I just had a lot of, had trouble how I was going to do everything and fit it into this time limit that I have. So it's, I'm, I'm going to do them one by one. There's three. It's a trilogy and you guessed it. Fear Street. Uh, Fear Street 1994 is what we're doing today. It is based off of the R.L. Stein series of Fear Street, but man, it, it's directed by Lee Janiak, uh, J-A-N-I-A-K, done a fucking amazing job. Dude done an amazing job on these movies, the, the direction, man, oh my God. R written great, directed greater. It was just unbelievable, unfucking believable, and it's it's really just about these kids, uh, shady from Shady Side versus kids from Sunnyvale, and um, you basically realize at the end of the series why Shady Side is Shady Side and Sunnyvale is called Sunnyvale. It's all the you know Sunnyvale is all the rich dickheads and you know people that look down on everybody and shady side is the you know the ones that are never getting out they're 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 the wrong side of the tracks the the bad kids i mean i guess you could say antioch 
<laughs> Antioch versus Overton. That was uh, that was our thing growing up as kids. That was our big rival. And it was. It was the uh, less fortunate from Antioch against the rich snobs that went to Overton. You know, but hey, much love Overton. I still, you know, I got some people that I still fuck with from there, man. Much love. But yeah, it's um, it, it kind of starts out in a uh, relationship gone bad where Dina and is dating this chick Sam. Um, good, good lesbianism. Love that man. I support it. It's all good. Everybody loves lesbians. Uh, but yeah, you know, it kind of they. Their relationship, they've broken up. Um, Sam has moved off to Sunnyvale and Dina is back in, she's still in Shadyside. And, uh, this murder happens in the, in the mall and it's the skeleton killer. And this man, the, the murderers, the killers they got in this fucking series is unbelievable. Unfucking believable, man. You've got the skeleton mask killer, uh, Ryan Torres. You got the camp nightwing killer, Tommy Slater. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say their names because it's not gonna be a spoiler. You're gonna fucking see it anyway. Uh, you have Ruby Lane, which is basically this chick who she got fucked up by the, the curse, town curse, and Started killing everybody. Ended up killing herself. Uh, you have the milkman from the 1950s. God damn, man. This fucking, this dude is creepy as fuck. Harry Rooker. Uh, you have the Humpty Dumpty killer, which is super creepy from 1935. Uh, you have Billy Barker with, uh, this little kid has this fucking creepy ass little mat, little kid mask on. And in the, in 1922, when he's beating the fuck out of people with ball bats. Uh, you also have the grifter from 1904 and then Cyrus Miller from 1666. And that's going to be in the last series, which really, oh man, it sums it up. You want to talk about a hell of a fucking twist. Uh, but anyway, so the girls, uh, Sam has moved to Sunnyvale. Dina is in the band with her and her brother, Josh. Which Josh is Benjamin Flores Jr. and he is from Memphis, Tennessee. Much love to fucking Memphis. It's where my dad's from, Whitehaven, and still got family up there now in Germantown, Midtown. Love fucking Memphis, man. Love it. But he he's he's also a rapper. And you've seen this guy. He's been in a few movies, but where I remember him from is in Ride Along, where he's the stranger danger kid with Kevin Hart. And he's, it's just hilarious. But he's, he's a great actor. Great actor. But, uh, so yeah, that's Dina's brother. And Dina is, uh, Kiana Madeira. I believe is what it is. I haven't really seen her in anything else. I believe this is one of her first roles, but, they're talking about the the killing, you know, that, that went on inside the mall. And uh, actually, one of the victims, which you'll see at the beginning of the movie, it shows it. Uh, she's working in a bookstore, and the girl's name's Heather, but it is Maya Hawk, and it's she's from Stranger Things. She's actually the girl that works with uh, the one kid in the fish and chips place in the mall. And but yeah, it shows her. So they're talking about all that stuff, and basically Dina is trying to put together a box of all of her exes, Sam, who moved to Sunnyvale, all of her shit, put it in a box. 
box and it's, it's super funny because <laughs> Josh is online and, you know, and, and he's on AOL and he's got the dial up internet, you know, and she goes downstairs. She's like, get the fuck ready for school, man. And he's like, you know, damn bitch. He's like, I'm, I'm talking about somebody getting fucking murdered. All these people got murdered last night in Shady Side Mall. So give me a break. And, and she just talks about, do you know how expensive AOL is? And just took me back to that time. Cause I was just, I was like, man, fucking A, dude. Like that. Yeah. AOL was expensive. Then you had net zero. Um, but he, you know, he's in the chat room and shit. So anyway, uh, they go to school. Uh, they get, you know, they get in there, they start talking about the murder and, uh, uh, another funny thing when they're in school, this guy just comes walking up through the middle of the fucking hallway while it's filled with kids, got a, a knife in his hand. He, he carves RIP on the lot on, on Heather's locker. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Heather fucking dies. So you get that. But, um, <laughs> so he, he scrapes that shit on there, man. No way would you get away with that bullshit? Not today. Not today. All them fucking kids would be like, Oh, he got, he's got a knife. He's got a knife. Oh shit. Call the police, Metro SWAT team. They're all coming. Cause dude's got a pocket knife and carving on the damn locker. Then dude would be out of school for fucking ever. You know what I mean? That's another shady sider who doesn't make it out, <laughs> but it's, it just, it, it kind of, I was like, man, you can't do that shit nowadays, but it just it lets you know how, how simple things were then in, in, the, in the early nineties, uh, early to mid nineties and, uh, to where stuff is so sensitive now, you know, it's just like, it's like pussy earth. You know what I mean? Like it really is, man. It's pussy earth. So <laughs> we just got a world full of pussies, man. You know, like it's everybody's so Worried about offending people, man. You know what? For the people who get offended, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, fuck y'all. Anyway, back to it. She's talking to her friend, Kate and Simon, or friends, Kate and Simon, in the girl's bathroom. So Simon is in the girl's bathroom, and <laughs> he's just, dude's a trip. I'll explain it more a little bit later. But anyway, Kate is the cheerleader slash local drug dealer, pill dealer. And they're talking about, is she, you know, Dina basically quit band after Sam, her ex-girlfriend moved to Sunnyvale. And she's going to put on the suit one more time to go give her her stuff at the football game that night. And they're having a vigil for the all the people who were murdered in the Shadyside Mall. So that night comes up, and which is, you know, it's, it's super cool. They got both of the schools there. And they <laughs> the Shadyside mascots are the witches. Sunnyfa- Sunnyvale are the devils. Again, at the end of the series, you're going to see why both of them had that nickname or that, that mascot name. But anyway, she goes and she sees that Sam has this, her ex Sam has this new boyfriend, little football player. She gets pissed, you know, Dina gets pissed off. She goes back behind the bleachers with this, her little box of Sam shit. So Sam see has seen she was there, ended up following her back to behind the stairs. They kind of get into an argument about this guy that Sam is with. And that's what she says, you know, who is this guy groping your ass, groping you? And <laughs> she was like, it was Peter. Peter's groping my ass. And 
I mean, I don't want a Peter groping my ass, but I think Sam did. And Dina didn't like watching a Peter grope Sam's ass. So, hey, that's just, so that's, that's what it is, man. And so the football team, they get out there and this guy says something when the, when the mayor is speaking, how it's a tragedy and, uh, one of the Sunnyvale pricks is what they're called, basically is what they call them. It says it's not a tragedy if it happens every other week or every week. And so one of the shady side football players is like, what'd you say? And you already know it's scrap time. And they, they get to scrapping the, <laughs> the chick Kate, the little drug dealer, uh, slash cheerleader ends up getting just popped right in the face, man. And it, it just, I don't know. It struck me. It struck me so funny. I laughed. I laugh every time I watch it. I'm laughing even talking about it. But, uh, so then they're on this bus. The shady side are head, the shady siders are heading back to shady side and they're on the bus and everybody's like, man, fuck Sunnyvale. Fuck them. We're going to get them. And so this car comes rolling up super quick behind the bus. And it again, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it, I mean, you will. It's Sam and her boyfriend in this fucking BMW classic rich boy motherfucking car. Cherry red, you know, so, uh, Simon puts his ass up against the glass of the, the back window, the back door, and they start throwing fucking bottles, you know, and I'm like, dude, you're throwing fucking bottles? Hell no. I'm, we're gonna start throwing fucking bottles. But they don't throw bottles. What they do is they open up the emergency door of the bus and sling out this fucking big ass cooler of Gatorade. Uh, and man, it splashes all over the car. The car ends up wrecking. Of course, Sam is in the car and Dina is one of the ones who helped throw out the cooler of Gatorade. And when, before she throws it out, she says something about Dina's nose bleed. And, but anyway, so, so Dina's like, stop the fucking bus and da, 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 and go back and they're checking on them. And Sam gets out the car and she's, of course, her, her face is fucked up. You know, her nose is bleeding real bad. She's got blood on her hands and gets out and goes into this red fucking moss, which I wouldn't have done any fucking way. I've never seen any red moss. Never, never. So I'm not crawling in that shit. And she has blood on her hands. And while she's crawling through it, she finds a bone, picks it up, and sends her all these visions in her head from back in the past, from the, you know, from the 1666 time, six times, you know, where they were hanging witches and basically fucks her. She's fucked. <laughs> and Sam get, or uh, Dina gets there. She's checking her out and everything. And so the police show up. Everybody is telling them it was an accident. It was an accident. Basically, fuck you, police. That is what Simon tells the cop, which trips me out. He's like, fuck you, pig, you know. And, uh, you know, but, you know, hey, no offense to the police out there, man. Much love. We appreciate you guys. Definitely. My, my father was a law enforcement officer for many years and we, we, we definitely appreciate, appreciate the blue. I mean, you know, say what you want, but they all ain't bad. There, you know, they actually, there, there are a lot out there that do their job. Anyway, so they get them back. Uh, they take Sam to the hospital. Uh, Dina wants to go and see Sam 
She's like, there's no way they're going to fucking let you in there. There's no way you ain't, you ain't getting let in there. So the drug dealer, Kate slash cheerleader, she's like, I can get us in there. <laughs> and so they take off, go to the hospital and nurse. She says, can I see nurse Betty? And the chick behind the counter looks up and she's like, oh shit. Okay. And comes out nurse Betty. And it's this guy, Eddie, with a B written on his name tag. Funny as fuck, man. That's Nurse Betty. And he comes out and he's like, he's like, yeah, hadn't heard a lot from you, you know, since I started, stopped getting my, my strawberries and blueberries. And he ends up taking Dina back to go see Sam and Josh, Dina's brother. Looks at Kate and he's like, what does he mean by strawberries and blueberries? And she's like, Vicodin and Percocet or something like that. Basically, you know, the guy loves pills. And, and so, uh, so anyway, Sam, uh, Dina goes back to see Sam and they get into it again about the boyfriend thing. And, uh, you're the one that broke up and you're the one that moved. She's like, you know, Sam's like, my parents got divorced. I didn't have a choice. Fuck you. And, uh, basically talking about her little boyfriend again, groping her ass, Peter. Her Peter groping her ass. And uh, so it just, I don't know, it was, it was just it was just super, done super good, man. I, I just, I liked it. I thought it was hilarious. But anyway, the reason that they are, let's go back a little bit. The reason they are coming to the hospital basically to talk to Sam is that night of the wreck, uh, I guess I think Dina and Josh, they're in the house. Dina's washing dishes. She looks out and she sees the skeleton mask killer. And so she's like, fuck you, you know, you Sunnyvale prick, you know, come on, you coming over here fucking with us and basically calls Kate. So they go over to, uh, Josh and Dina goes to go over to Kate's house where she's babysitting and the craziest shit, this shit, Kate has these two kids bagging up her fucking pills. And she's like, um, if you bag up these pills, I'll give you all kind of candy, you know, cause it's Halloween. And she, she's like, don't eat these because you'll basically fucking die. It was, it's super hilarious. So then Simon is over at Kate's cause you know, they're, they're kind of cool or whatever. And they basically hear something, hear somebody break into their shit. They go in there and they see this dude sniffing a shirt. So he's like, Simon pulls Kate to the side and he's like, he's like, hush man, like fucking dudes tripping out. He's a weird motherfucker. Plus he's got a fucking knife. So that's what put the whole going to see Sam. And it's actually the next night. That's, that's, I forgot to tell you it's the next night. But anyway, so she goes there to the hospital. Nurse Betty get, gets her back there. So she's in there and she's talking and she's like, you know, you know, your boyfriend's fucking with us and, and, you know, and he's, he's messing with us. Why don't you tell him to leave us the fuck alone? And she's, uh, Sam's like, he's been here with me all fucking night. He, he didn't do anything, you know? So the dude, Peter comes walking in the room and he's like, you know, basically talking to Dina, like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, you know, what's up? So they get into it, man. And then all of a sudden dude gets it. 
I mean, spoiler alert again. If you hadn't watched it, you're going to fucking see it, man. But they look, and it's the fucking Skull Mask Killer. You know, same wearing the same outfit again. So they take off running and trying to get the fuck up out of there. And the guy comes through. He gets Sam down on the ground, or uh, Dina down on the ground, and she lifts the mask off, and it is fucking Ryan Torres, the guy who was the Shadyside Mall killer that was shot in the fucking head and killed. But he's back, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? So they all, you know, they, they trip out. They go they go jump in a damn ambulance, take an ambulance to get the fuck up out of there. Stay, they steal an ambulance. And which I, I thought that was hilarious. You know, you're going to steal a damn car. Fucking why not an ambulance? Uh, yeah. So they, they take off and they go to the police station and they're trying to tell Sheriff Good about what is going on. What is happening? You know, this is fucking the, the skull mask killer is back. He's, he's done killed all these people at the hospital and all this shit. And the sheriff is not, he's basically laughing, laughing them off. He's like, okay, so this guy, uh, you say it was Ryan Torres. Uh, what, what kind of zombie would he be? And, you know, basically they're like, man, fuck you. You don't believe us. So a sheriff, I, uh, deputy comes in and he's he's like oh we got a call from the hospital and you know this chick kind of sounded frantic so basically josh and simon are waiting outside the two girls are still in you know they've gone into the police station so basically the sheriff has, has to get off his ass and go to the hospital and find out what the fuck is going on and that's what he does he takes off and Dina like shakes down the fucking sheriff's deputy. You'll you'll see what I'm talking about to to get a gun. Basically, uh, snap. You know, steals his gun where he he doesn't know it. She does it pretty slick. But outside, Simon is up against the wall and he hears this fucking chick singing and he sees her and it's basically it's Ruby Lane. And it's the chick who who killed all those people and ended up killing herself. And she's walking around with a fucking barber's razor, singing old fucking 50s music or something, man. And jumps on his ass and starts trying to cut his fucking face off. It's like she's going nuts. I mean, I thought that was cool as fuck, man. Like, not to do was getting his face cut off, but the Ruby Lane character. Like, man, she was spooky as fuck. Spooky as fuck, man. And so basically the guy, Simon gets away from her because good old Dina comes out and pops that bitch right in the fucking eye with the cop's gun. So she, you know, she falls off of him or whatever. He gets up, they take off running to the ambulance. And it's crazy, man. Like, you know, you're seeing these people, the killers are coming back. Like you can't, you can't kill them. Then they have the, the Nightwing killer, which is super crazy. You know, it's, it's this fucking dude going, walking around with this damn, uh, red and black flannel coat and jeans. And he's got this fucking potato sack, like, you know, like pulled stretched to his face. And it's, and again, you find out in the next one, the, I think it, it's 77, I believe. I'm not sure, uh, that it's just crazy, you know, why, you know, of how, how do get started killing. But anyway, uh, so they go and they're, they're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on with all these people. 
Sam starts getting getting sick. She's she's puke she pukes blood. Then they're trying to find out in this riddle. And again, if you watch it, you'll you'll see what I'm saying. The, you know the riddle. They basically they're trying to find out how to help Sam because Sam has basically in in injected her herself, fucked herself with a curse by touching that bone after the wreck with her blood. And they read that somebody basically survived and they try to get a hold of the the lady who survived. She's not answering. So they leave her a message. Uh, then they try to figure out what they're going to do to get, you know, how they can stop it themselves. And they read a part to where, you know, both of the, and in the paper, it says that both victims died, but one was brought back. And that was the one, that's the lady they tried to contact. So <clears throat> Sam basically comes up with an idea and says, she's like, I've got to die. I got to die, man. And uh, they're, they finally figure out that it's the blood that Sam's blood that they're following. So they go to the high school, set up this cool little booby trap for all the killers to come and basically are going to blow their ass to fucking smithereens. And, it kind of it kind of backfires, you know. It got, they they really realize that there is no killing these motherfuckers. So they anyway they get them there. The killers do show up. They they're standing outside of this bathroom. So the the trap is to get all these chemicals in this bathroom. Get all the killers in the bathroom. Light that motherfucker on fire. Blow that ass up. So they use some of old girl's blood, Sam's blood, and basically make a trail all the way to the bathroom, a few trails. And so here comes the killers. You know, it's the Billy Barker kid. It's the uh, Camp Nightwing killer, uh, the Tommy Slater guy, the Skeleton Mask killer, Ruby Lane. And so they all come back to the bath. There, go to the bathroom. They put them in there. They lock the motherfucker up. Well, and there are all these chemicals and they set that bitch on fire and basically blows a motherfucker up. So they all go, all go walking in and they see that everything is blown to shit. And they're basically like, oh, fuck yeah. You know, they're, man, it's all good. And, uh, it's basically, yeah, they, they've gotten rid of, which they didn't. So they all start coming back, forming back into their selves. They're like, what the fuck is going on, man? And a thing that I did, <laughs> did pass before they do this, they, they understand that it's the blood, you know, basically the blood is, is what, is what attracts the killers. And so they end up going into this, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a science lab in the school, I believe, and locked ourselves in there because all the killers are coming back. And, uh, basically the Camp Nightwing killer is slinging this fucking double bladed axe and trying to get through the door. And basically Kate looks over and she's like, yeah, fuck that. They, they want Sam put fucking Sam outside and we're going to stay in here. And of course, Dina's like, no, you're a monster. You can't do that. And, hey, hey man, me, myself personally, I would have fucking been down with it. I would have been down with it, man. Put the bitch out and, you know, sacrifice one to save five. So, I mean, hey, think of me how you want, but that's just, that, that's the way it is. Uh, that's, that's the way I think of it. 
So they end up putting no girl out there. And all these fucking killers are coming after Sam and right at the last minute, man, they, they jump out and bring her in and basically tell her that, you know, there's no way we're not going to do that. We have, we have a different way. We have a different way that we think that can save us all. And basically they hold off the Nightwing killer from getting in the room. They all escape out the window. They go to a grocery store where Simon works and basically she has to die. Sam has to die and they have to revive her. So (laughs) they say earlier that Simon's brother OD'd, but really didn't OD because he was brought back to life. And motherfucker, yes, if you OD that you overdosed, not everybody who overdoses dies. So, but anyway, they, they shocked his brother back. So they, they think that they can do the same thing to Sam. They get, get into the grocery store and it's going to be, she's going to take all these fucking pills. They raid the pharmacy and they all basically make her take all these fucking pills to overdose and die. And they're going to hit her, her with adrenaline to bring her back. I'm not sure if that works. I know Narcan works if you, you know, if you're a fucking heroin addict. And, uh, you know, nah, ain't down in all the heroin addicts, man. I mean, everybody got their vice, but, you know, hey, to each his own. So they get her there. They're basically, Kate is basically giving her the information, Kate and Simon. You know, you take these first. You know, these are going to feel like you're, you're fucking a unicorn. Then you take these and then, you, you know, you're going to get real tired and then you take these and then your fucking ass is dead. So, and they put a little bit of Sam's blood on each of them to basically give them a target to have the killers chase them down while Sam is overdosing. And they go in and Josh, the Dina's brother, it goes in with Kate because Kate doesn't want to go in by herself. He goes in and they're they're checking to see if there's any blood on her or whatever. And she's like, basically, they, they go to first base. And then Simon, he's in there, you know, checking himself for for blood or whatever. And I don't know, like this dude ends up doing himself. And Sam and Dina, they ended up have they end up doing their you know carpet munching and do whatever you know they do uh, the clam jam. So, <laughs> but after that, anyway, they go they go to the school or they go to the grocery store and they got the the blood on them to where it can keep these guys away. You know the, the killers away so you can overdose. And the pills aren't working. Basically, the pills are just make her sick, and she can't swallow the rest of them. So they take, uh, Dina takes Sam to a fucking lobster tank and takes the lobster out and fucking drowns this bitch. They end up bringing her back and all the killers just kind of, you know, they kind of disappear. So they think the job is done and they end up getting home and it's a fucking twist. That's all I'm going to tell you on that one. That's one part I am not going to give away, man. The fucking twist at the end is crazy. Super fucking crazy, man. And I just, I don't know. Like, I I love the way they did it. I love the way they did every fucking part of it, man. It was just, it, it's, all three parts were done excellent, man. I dig that shit. But uh, the characters, the characters were, they're fucking hilarious. they super hilarious. But yeah, man, definitely, it, this is, this is a fucking series to watch, man. But before I give you my review 
before I give you my review, it's fucking 37 minutes into this and it's time to fucking smoke. Who is with me? Who is fucking with me? Everybody partake. <laughs> yeah, today, guys, we, we're, we're going to be smoking and we're going to be smoking some shark bite. Shark bite is fucking, it's fire. It's a sativa dominant, but I think it's more of a 50 50 is what I, is, is what I get out of it. But we're going to be doing that, but I'm going to be topping it off with some fucking ice cream cake crumble. And it's, woo, it is fire. It is super fire. And trying to find some music to let y'all listen to while I do. But if I don't, hey, fuck it, man. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And if you if you do the same, partake with me and I'll be right back. This break is brought to you by some fire-ass weed. (laughs) (coughs) Well, here we go. Oh my God, man, if you want to know why they call it shark bite, it bites you right in the fucking face. Like no shit. Good gosh, man. Sorry about that big cough in y'all's ear guys, but boy. That is the, yeah, that is the fucking sweats right there, man. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah, man. Bite you right in the fucking face. (laughs) Bitch you right in the face. (laughs) But I definitely recommend it, man. If you can get your hands on some, get you some shark bite. It's not, uh, like I said, it's not overly sativa. Uh, I think it's a 50, 50 mix. Good, good hybrid. It's, it's, it's definitely fucking fire, man. Not, whoo, good Lord have mercy. Uh, so we're back. I'm sweating (laughs) and it's time to review this motherfucker, man, to, well, to, to rate it first. We're going to do film, film originality. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I'm still getting bit. I'm still getting bit over here, man. I'm telling you, dude, sharp bite is, is sharp bite is fire. So, uh, yeah, man, film originality. It's one of the most original ideas that I've seen. Just R.L. Stein done a great job. Lee Janiak 
fucking done a great job directing it, man. It, it's pretty original. Of course, you you know you've you've got the similarities to you know some the camping movies, the the '94 horror, you know, with like. I don't know, scream, shit like that. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of in there. So, but still with uh, film original, originality on this one, man, I'm, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a nine. The reason why I'm going to go with a nine is because there has been movies like this. You know, the movie was influenced by others. I can't say that there, I mean, now the plot and twist is super original. It's, it's something I haven't seen, but again, the, you know, the killers and stuff, the, you know, the situations they're put in, it's been done. So, you know, I, I so I'm going to give it a nine, uh, not, not a, not a, not a 10, but I ain't going to go lower than a nine either because again, it's still fucking good. Uh, cinematography, of course, you know, center, cinematography was good, man. It was done very well, shot very well, directed very well. So I'm going to go with cinematography just, you know, for 10 because, <clears throat> like I said, the angles were great. Uh, the, the movies, the cinematic quality, the, uh, the acting, the, the characters. I mean, it was just all good little, little movie, uh, which what brings me next to the characters. The characters were all good, man. I dug them. They played their parts. They acted very, the acting was very good. And like I said, they even had, they, they had some comedy with the horror. <clears throat> and yeah, I thought they did a good job. Now, the like I said, the killers, the killers were, were somewhat original. But again, you know, they've, they kind of took from other other movies that have been made through the years, which is kind of hard not to because all the great ones were the late 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, even some 90s. I mean, you know, anyway, I'm going to give the characters a nine just because the, everybody, like I said, they, they had their, they played their part. The actors did, uh, the killing, the killers, it just, I don't know, like they were, they were good. But they've been done before. So man, I'm going to go ahead and give that a nine. Uh, then we're going to acting. The acting was good. I thought the acting was excellent. You believed everything. There was a couple of times. And all these were young actors. They are, are young actors. They have, like, if they've been in anything, it's maybe one or two movies. And they did, you know, a very good job. Uh, Dina. <laughs> there's a couple of parts to where she, you know, the, the acting was, uh, you can tell that she's only, she's only been in maybe a couple of things, but I mean, she was still good. She was still, you know, she was still good, but I, I'm going to give the acting like just a nine. It was good. It just wasn't, it wasn't what I was looking for. And now, now Julia Ray, Raywald that plays Kate, the drug dealing cheerleader, uh, watch, watch out for this girl, man. Like be ready to see her in more stuff. Be ready to see her in more stuff because her acting with man was awesome. Awesome. I, I thought she's a great actress. Uh, she, and so be expecting, uh, she's cute, you know, got that little Spanish look to her. Not sure what she, you know, her nationality is, but she's just that dark, Dark hair, kind of olive skin. She's just cute, you know. But uh, expect expect to see her in more stuff because she is going to go and do things. And the same thing for uh, Kiana 
Madeira Dina. You know, she's she's growing. You can tell she's a growing actress. So she's gonna grow and do do some pretty big things, I believe, as well, you know, as as all of Benjamin Flores Jr., you know, my Memphis guy and a, and a rapper. Did not even know that shit. Did not even know he was a rapper. So we got some shit in common. <laughs> but uh again, <clears throat> uh the guy who played Simon, very, very well actor. I mean, act, he acted good, man. He, he had some comedy in there and dealt with it good. But for, for Dina, I'm, I'm going to have to just go with the nine, man. Uh, next, uh, special effects. Uh, the special effects in this movie were pretty good. You know, they had good blood. They had good bones, fake, you know, bones and stuff. Uh, not a lot of CGI, you know, computer generated, you know, this, it, I, I liked it because it was real props. Again, not a lot of CG, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm not a fan of that on some stuff, you know what I mean? But in horror movies, hey man, use the real, you know, use the whatever mixture of blood you have, use the, you know, the, the skeletons and stuff from the props, all that shit. Cause it's worked for years. Why change it? Why change it? Yeah. The, the special effects for what they were using. Hey, I'm, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a 10. I'm going to give it a 10. Next, we're going to go to music score. Now this, the scoring of the movie, there wasn't a lot of it. I could say of this part, but the soundtrack fucking kicking. I love it. The soundtrack is the shit. And like I said, when you see it, if you haven't seen it, you're, you're going to love it, man. If you have seen it, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I know you cannot just not agree with me, you know, like it's, you, it's, it's the, it's a good ass fucking soundtrack. So I, I don't really, if, I don't really know if I can uh, do it on a m- music score, uh, but music soundtrack, you know, that motherfucker got 10 for real. Like that shit was fire. The scares there, man, there were a few of those. There, there were a few jumping scares, some creepy shit. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I I would say I'm not a whole lot. I mean, I think it probably it could have used a couple a couple more, but I mean, altogether, it was a it was full of scares. So definitely, uh, the one where they're in the hospital and Peter talking about Peter groping ass, you know, like there's gonna be one there for you. But uh, it probably could have had a couple more. So I mean, my opinion, man, I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm going to go ahead and give it a nine. Uh, entertainment value. The entertainment, very entertaining. Very entertaining. I did not want to get up and, and go use the bathroom, but it wasn't one of them that <laughs> made me not want to piss by myself. I just didn't want to get up and use the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to watch it. It, it's, it was very entertaining, man. Had me locked in. Like I said, I've seen it five or six times, the whole series. So it's, that man a entertainment value i was entertained are you not entertained fuck yes i was entertained so that's why i'm giving it a 10 uh rewatch value i just go i just talked about that so from <clears throat> excuse me for me i've already i've said it i've watched it five or six times and the rewatch value on it is definitely it's a 10 love that motherfucker so like usually I got my producer to do all the adding everything up to get the percentage of it, but I'm going to do it today and everything that we've gone through and reviewed, 
we're going to give it a total man of 8.5. You know what I mean? 8.5. But that's, that's, man, that's fucking good, man. You're talking about written by R.L. Stein. This is a kid horror, semi horror author. And they've made, you know, that, of course they've made stuff, you know, movies out of his stuff, uh, which the, you know, the two goosebumps movies, definitely uh, the whole R.L. Stein movie series. <clears throat> and now with this one, but they had that Lee Janik, you know, directed. And man, they done done a great fucking job. Done a great job. But again, it's still it's and also it's part one. So it's working up to the big reveal. So I don't know. Part three, I may give it a higher rating. We'll have to see though. <laughs> yeah, man. I I liked I did. I liked all, like I love that. I like the acting. I like the actors. Uh, like I said, the the little plot, the whole plot plot twist to the movie is super cool. You know, definitely y'all are gonna enjoy it if you watch it, man. So definitely, I suggest you definitely watch it, man. It is on fucking Netflix right now. Still, <clears throat> I haven't heard anything about them releasing it on anything else so don't take my word for it like i said go to google check that shit out for yourself do your homework but i dug it i i, I liked it man really did really really liked it i like like the you know there was a little comedy in there there was a little you know a little six in there you know not enough to not enough to be like man i'm fa- i gotta pay fast forward this but you know like i said just enough to let you know it's it's it could be reality and <laughs> it could be i guess then, I mean, yeah, the, the, the overall, man, yeah, fucking get on Netflix, get you a fucking account and watch it, man. You know, it, I don't know if it, like I said, I, I don't think it's streaming anywhere else, but I'm sure somebody's going to pick it up and, and, you know, put it to their, out of their collection. I hope, I mean, but if not, it's on, uh, on Netflix. If you have to subscribe for one month just to watch this motherfucker, man, subscribe, watch it. All three of them are good. I will review. Will be reviewing the next two. I believe that we're going to try to put those uh, two and three into one. You know, we'll 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 see. We'll try to do that. But uh, again, guys, watch the movie, man. Go to Netflix, watch the movie. I definitely fucking recommend it. You will not regret the time you put into watching it. I promise you. I promise you, man, it's, it's, it's definitely going to grab you and you're going to, you're going to love it. If you're a, if you're a horror fan, you're going to love it. If you're a, uh, kind of a mystery fan, you're going to love it. If you're a thriller fan, uh, you're, you're going to love it. It's all that combined into one. So I definitely fucking suggest it, man. So go on Netflix. <laughs> uh, you can't borrow it, uh, but you can borrow somebody's account. Which is, it's illegal, but I'm just saying, I'm throwing that out there for you. And, but yeah, I, you know, I can't do my rent it, borrow it, buy it, stream it, watch it, but you can get your Netflix account or you can log, try to log, get a login from somebody else if they'll let you use it. You know, like I said, that is illegal, they say, but got to throw it out there. Uh, but yeah, watch it, stream it, man, stream it off Netflix and, if you want to go to, I mean, go to our page, go to our Facebook page. It is facebook.com backslash the horror movie hood review. And also, as always, I got to promote my own shit. T-Shawn, Track Bastard, Concrete or Lead. 
We are on all platforms, all music platforms, YouTube, music, TikTok, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes or iMusic, whatever it is now, and then some. So, yeah, man, check it out and come to our Facebook page. It is it's Facebook backslash T-Sean, T-S-H-O-N, A-N-D, Track Bastard, T-R-A-C-K-B-A-S-T-A-R-D. So, with all that, guys, have a fucking wonderful weekend, man. As always, watch you some fucking horror movies, and if you can't get you some shark bite, get that shit. But smoke you some fire-ass fucking weed, man. And if you can... Netflix and chill for this one. Guys, it's T-Sean, Horror Movie Hood Review. As always, take care and peace.